BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, what's going on, all you animals out there in podcast land? Listen, the world's back. Are you been waiting to see the brighter side live? Then get psyched about the last podcast network, Country Jamboree, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, on June 18th. That's right. We'll have all your favorite LPN family out there performing live. Including last podcast on the left, page seven, Wizard and the Bruiser, No Dogs in Space, Abe Lincoln Sop Hat. They got fraudsters. You got someplace underneath. The story must be told. Maybe a little roundtable action. You never know Ooh, what you might get yourself. Spicy. And of course, the brighter side, the reason anyone's going to this freaking thing. <laughs> Tickets are available now on lastpodcastontheleft.com. Okay, check this out. All right, you think that's cool. On April 30th and May 29th, Amber and I here, we booked some live gigs at the Pack Theater in Los Angeles to warm up for the Ryman. So come check that out and see what jokes we keep. Again, that's the Ryman Auditorium on June 18th in Nashville, Tennessee, for the last podcast network, Contra Jamboree. All you got is a dollar. You need to put food on the table, clothes on your back, or get one of those tall religious candles that makes Jesus look like an anime character. (laughs) Where else can you go but the dollar store? But are dollar stores making communities poorer? Or do they offer services for already desperate neighborhoods? Am I getting a really good deal at the dollar store? Or am I getting ripped off like a pair of jeans on a hot day? Today, we're discussing dollar stores and their impact in communities on this episode of The Brighter Side. God damn it, Amber. Everyone's better than the last one. Thanks. I gotta say. Uh, Hey, what's going on, everybody? That was Amber Nelson. I'm Ed Larson. And today, we're going to talk to you about dollar stores. Dollar stores. It's the dollars. Who got money? You got change in your pocket. You got deodorant under your arms. My friend used to go to the dollar store when they wanted parties and to just find something like a plethora of something on sale marked down and they'd be like fuck it we're having a spongebob party this month oh yeah that's fun yeah it's a fun thing to do so there are i i will full disclosure i hate dollar stores you hate it i really do i'm a, i'm all for the bargain and did you know 80 percent of customers at the dollar store are women 
Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. We like to forage. Yeah. And dudes will live with nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have one pair of boxes with holes in the balls. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, dollar stores, I feel like on a whole, they prey on the poor. Uh, They do do help. You know, in certain instances, they do help, you know, with uh, relief on buying things uh, at a much cheaper price. Uh, but most of those times, uh, those things are, you know, bought from stores that went out of business. Yeah, old. it's expired. Yeah, it's, but it's kind of like a chicken and the egg thing, because you could say it's making communities poorer. But then if you only have a dollar, what are you going to do? That's right. You know, it's very it's, it is a, it's a great point. It's just a snake eating its own tail. Like we're here now. Mm. I mean, it's it would sound very entitled of me to just be like, just go to your farmer's market. Just go to your local farmer's well, the market. farmer's market's cheap and it's got, you know, for the most part, if you get vegetables. Absolutely. But a lot of communities don't have that. No, there's a lot. It's not as one of the main problems. We've definitely talked about food deserts on the show before and stuff like that. But um, I wanted to concentrate a little harder on it this time. Uh, we wanted to concentrate a little harder on it this time because dollar stores, you know, inevitably they push out grocery stores. They, you know, a lot of times like there's um, instances of grocery stores that have left towns that said that, you know, once a dollar store comes in, they park themselves right across the street from a grocery store and they're losing over a thousand dollars a day. Whoa. And it doesn't even sound like that much as far as a big business goes, but a small grocery store in a small town, that really adds up. Oh, yeah. That's $365,000 a year. That's a lot. And the dollar stores, they do a smart thing. I guess you could say it's smart, but they don't buy the land. They just find like the cheapest little plot of land Mm -hmm. and then build a store on it. And then if it sucks and no one goes there, they just demolish the store and keep moving. No, it is. uh, They they are like a fungus. And they (laughs) they spread. uh, They're the, the... Largest growing uh, business yeah. in America. You people are you're more likely to be around a dollar store than you are to be around a hospital. Yes, I read that as well. It, it's a uh, was it seventy five percent of Americans are within five miles of a dollar store, and sixty percent are within five miles of a hospital. Wow. You know, it's just like a weird, sad fact. And a lot of times, dollar stores are like across the street from each other. Um, and th- just because they have the name Dollar, I mean Dollar. Uh, there's Dollar General, there's Dollar Tree, and there's um, what was the what's the other one called? There's uh, a bunch. There's 99 cent store that's just called 99 cent store, and then there's Jacks. There's a plethora. Yes, there really is a plethora of them. Uh, it's a dollar Family Dollar. Uh, so Family Dollar and Dollar Tree are actually owned by the same people. I have a. I think Family Dollar is my favorite of the dollar stores. Yeah. Well, it is Dollar Tree. It's the same thing. They just have different names on the, on the outside. Right. They're owned by the same people and have the same products and the same prices. I don't know why I feel like it's the better. Maybe because the font. It gets me. Yeah. No, you know? it's crazy. I yeah. like the font. I'm like, it's a better store. Yeah. Dollar Tree um, is starting to do things. Because they were the one that was like, everything's a dollar. Yeah. You know, every like Dollar General and Family Dollar, they had stuff like three, five dollars, whatever. And uh but Dollar Tree was the one that everything was a dollar and now they're starting to test uh raising the prices on that. Boo. Which I guess makes sense. What's the point of the dollar store if it's more than a dollar? Change call it the two dollar store, you sons of bitches. You son of a you three dollar store. Bitch. I mean, if it's a three dollar store, it's a three dollar store. And you know what? I felt like I was I was losing my mind for so many years because I would walk in a dollar store and I'd be like, this toothpaste looks smaller than the toothpaste at the grocery store. Am I 
losing it. And I was right the whole time. Yeah, you were right. Because dollar stores, they have a connection with the companies. And they're like, if you just make it smaller for us. Yeah, we'll sell that product. So you're not actually getting a deal. No. You're just getting less actual paste in a smaller tube. But now they're making more tubes, which creates more garbage and leads to more fucking what are you gonna pollution do? in this. It's in cheaper this to buy in bulk, but that requires a car to put it in. Yeah, extra space. money uh, when you go and buy it because most people are living paycheck to paycheck. So if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you can't buy something in bulk. No. This is not an option. You can only get your ketchup packets rather than your full bottles. Yeah. When I go to Mississippi, they have these like kind of a dollar store situations, but it's like beauty products right next to um like tens of beans it's just like someone just like was like fuck it and then just like threw it yeah in this room and then you go ravage through and like you do feel like you're on a on a treasure hunt and that's part of their business models they want you to feel like you found something yeah no it's great yeah and it's that is it they like hide shit in the wrong areas and stuff and it's ridiculous you know like and how many tiny angel statues can you buy you know i want all of them ed <laughs> can you imagine if you went over to a girl's house like think in a world where like you know your loving wife julie you know you you, you don't have each other mm -hmm. and you go on a date and it's like the third date and you're like all right i'm gonna get some action and then you go into a room and it's just tiny angel statues everywhere oh i would just leave because she, she would remind me of my mother <laughs> what if she's like Eddie I made you a sandwich Eddie it's, like, all right, I'll it's stay a for the bagel sandwich. with all your favorite fish on it oh, thank you so much didn't your mom get you a bagel that was like an $18 bagel or something yeah no, I was talking about that on the show my mom used to buy me like this $18 bagel all the time and then I went out when I finally got my first paycheck to buy one of my own and then I like ordered it just how I liked it and then I was like oh that's too much money. <laughs> and we'll see you later. Sorry you wasted your fish on this bagel. Oh, for real? Oh, I just left without the bagel. I didn't have the money for that. Oh, my God. So they just, do you think they put the fish back? I never went back to that place again. There you go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'll never see you again. Oh, man. But we will be seeing all you people because Amber and I got some live shows coming up. Whoop, whoop. Yes, we do. The, um, the Ryman Theater. Yes, that's on June 18th. Uh, we'll be doing 10 minutes with uh, amongst all the other great shows on the LPN network. And But we're also warming up for that show. On April 30th and uh, May 29th. That's Saturday, April 30th at 9 p.m. at the Pack Theater. Uh, tickets are $5 in advance and 7 p.m. at the door. Uh, tickets went on sale today, actually. Wow. For, um, for the... Uh, and I say today, which is uh, Wednesday and not Friday when you're listening. To we this. record in the future. We, yes, with the past. With the past. Yes. Yeah, Time we is circle, Ed. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I never know if I'm like seven years old or 17 or 20. Like, I, you know, I feel like I'm perpetually seven years old. I'm wearing pigtails. Yes. Well, that's nice. That I'm is wearing nice. a big colorful sweater today. You know, I. I'm always wearing a shirt with Mickey Mouse on it. You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, no, it's good for you to stay young. Stay young. It's a it's a mindset. Yeah, so we're going to be doing uh, April 30th, 9 p.m. That's a Saturday at the Pack Theater. Uh, that's on Santa Monica Boulevard and Cahanga in, um, I want to say, is that East Hollywood? What part of town is that called? You know what? I Hollywood. don't know. Let's just call it Hollywood. It's Hollywood. And you know what? I take the bus there, and I think a few blocks away, there is the most incredible street food. Oh, really? I'm talking, I seen them slap down the pork belly on the grill, and I was like, mm -mm, mama wants pork oh, belly. Oh, by that gas station? Kind of. 
Across from the Salvation or the the Army Navy store? It's right by the, the venue called Gold Diggers. Oh, I don't know it. We'll have to get some. Okay. All right, we'll do it after the show in case we get sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One we- time I was going to do stand-up on stage and I was in like some Midwestern town and I was so hungry and I was opening up for a very famous comic. So this was like a packed theater, lots of people. Mm-hmm. And they had this thing called the Jesus Christ, which is two slices of cheese pizza folded on top of each other, like a sandwich. Hell yeah. And I ate it and I had the most raucous diarrhea. I had to hold it in. And I went on stage and I did my 20 minute host. and oh was just like God. sweating. And I was so bad. Like was I was it in Chicago. I don't remember. I every time I play Chicago, I get fucking butt sick before I go on stage. Ooh, well, they got like deep dish pizza. They got fucking fried raviolis because you got to put on the pounds in Chicago. It's too cold. You oh, can't be skinny. Big Al's Italian beef. Oh my mm. gosh, Big Al's Italian balls. Well, guess what, folks? Amber and I will not be shitting ourselves on stage. We promise. <laughs> Um, on April 30th. I don't know if you do. If you really want to, I could. I know you are talented. We can wear diapers on stage, Ed. Well, We're going to do that for a show. We're going to wear diapers on stage. And we're going to piss and shit on ourselves. That would be the dookie side. <laughs> <laughs> the brighter side is the side of the diaper we're not using. No, yeah. Um. <laughs> right. And then we can sell the diapers after the show. Yes, absolutely. So if you want to buy our dookie diapers, <laughs> come on down to the Pack Theater on April 30th and uh, May 29th. 9 p.m. One's on a first one's on a Saturday, second one's on a Sunday. On the 30th, we have uh, the wonderful Jason Signs uh, joining us. He's fun. I can't wait. Uh, he hasn't been on stage in a while, so I'm excited to see where what he's got going on. It's gonna be his first show back since uh, December. Wow, the yeah. first show back is always. Um, so I remember the first show I did back, and I was just like, people. Oh, because for two years, we were just like told to stay inside. Then all of a sudden, it was like 50 people in a room. And yeah. I was just like, I have to make them laugh now? Yeah, no, for sure. But I was, my first show back, I don't know, I I killed. I was so ready for it. And then the second show, I got too cocky and I wasn't as good. And so I, I was, it was one of those things. I like those nervous energy. And then also on May 29th, uh, we're going to have the wonderful Bernie Shine, Master Magician, Bernie Shine is going to come and do our show. I love a magician. Oh my god. They're this, like the liars. Dude. Yes, they're you know, they're you know talented uh and, you know they're just good at sleight of, sleight of hand. You know, <laughs> once they start making money off of you then then you can call That's them right. He's going to finger you real quick. You won't even know. <laughs> sleight of hand. I'm so filthy today. You are filthy today. But you know what are you got to do? Yeah, it's good for you. So come see us live, Brighter Side Live. Also, if you come, bring some gripes because at the end of the show, we're going to do like our Twitch show and we're going to ask the audience uh, for some gripes that they have and give you the brighter sides to your problems. Awesome. So uh, come see us. It's $5 a ticket. And uh, I'm so excited for these shows. So come out then. Uh, I wrote some jokes about the dollar stores. I got some jokes. You did? Uh, yeah. Penny for your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> dollar for your fucking jokes. Uh, you want to go first or you want to go second? I'll go first. There's a lot of plastic at the dollar store. I feel like I'm on a treasure hunt for cancer. <laughs> you know, the Dollar General actually sounds like the name of a war accountant. <laughs> I'm Dollar General, coming to make your communities impoverished. Dollar General. 99 cent store is on Rodeo Drive. That's not the only cheap plastic Hollywood has to offer. <laughs> Are there dollar stores? There's a 99 cent store on Rodeo Drive because they look and see the zip codes of where people are coming in. 
to like buy goods yeah. and a lot of them coming from Rodeo Drive. Wow. So maybe they're like cash poor people. Also, a lot of people go there on vacation who don't have that much money. And so they want to buy something off of Rodeo Drive, but they can't buy anything at Chanel. So they go in the dollar store and get something. That'd be really smart. They should have like dollar Chanel channel. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Change the channel, please. Uh, <laughs> technically, all stores in America are dollar stores. Just the ones we're talking about sell shitty stuff. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, technically, all stores are a dollar store if you like fucking take it and leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time I bought a Larry the Cable Guy frozen dinner. Um, <laughs> Of uh, biscuits and gravy at the dollar store, and I got her done in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I had that. It was Is that so real? Good. Yeah, it was like you know those little dinners. That, they're kind of like the um, the hungry man, hungry man stuff, but it's just like that fake tarp that you pull back yes. and then you put it in the microwave. I can't believe Larry the Cable Guy sold those. Yeah, man, he really doesn't care about society. He give a shit. Uh -oh. I mean, I would. Yeah. I would have a like you would a, have a microwave dinner. What would your microwave it? dinner be, Ed? I don't want one, but I mean, <laughs> I think mine would just be ice cream. You know, really? I, I'd rather sell ice cream than a microwave dinner. Oh, but if I had to sell a microwave dinner, I guess Salisbury steak with some spinach and potatoes. Oh, that sounds good. Mm -hmm, like a little mm -hmm. microwave, little 1950s dinner. Yeah, I think I'd do spaghetti and meatballs. Spaghetti and meatballs, beef stroganoff's good too. See, these are good. What is that Italian company in like the green box that's like cardboard? Healthy Choice? No, it's like Michelinas or something. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I used to live off of those in college because they were a dollar. Link Cuisines and uh, what was it? Weight Watchers. Why is all this poor food not good for you? I mean, because I remember growing up when we like couldn't afford to do stuff. I'd go mm -hmm. fish and then we grew tomatoes and I had some muscadines. That's healthy food. Yes, but you were living in the sticks. Yeah. You had room for this and you didn't really have any other options. In suburbia, no one's growing their own food. No, you know? but we Maybe should. Maybe like a couple hoopies down the street, but no one really is doing that. More farmers. Yes. You know, all right. uh, as much as I want dollar stores to be abolished from society, where would we buy broken toys and ceramic angels? <laughs> <laughs> Where? Where would we buy it? <laughs> I'm about to be an uncle officially, and I pledge to not buy toys from dollar stores for my nieces and nephews. I'll do what I always do and steal them from toy drives. Good for you, Eddie. Yes. <laughs> steal those toys. Steal from the poor and give to the uh, well-off doctor's children. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of Robin Hood. Oh, man. Do you, um, I got one more joke. Do you have any more? I'm good. Uh, I, I used to only wear slightly imperfect underwear, but then the only way I could pee out of them is if I bought slightly imperfect jeans. <laughs> and after a decade or so living like that, my penis is, you guessed it, slightly imperfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. Save the best for last. Thank you. Thank you very much. There you go. I had oh. a dollar store steak one time. Have you ever had that? No, I didn't know that was a real thing. It tastes like a tire. Of course it does. It's disgusting. It no, was like slimy. The word I don't want to hear in front of steak is dollar store. <laughs> <laughs>
You have like hologram. Was it like that hologram meat? You know, like when you buy like an old piece of meat and it looks like an old like hologram baseball card on one side. What is that? That's just it dying and, you know, bacteria. I don't know what it is. Is that what my insides look like? Maybe. There's a chance. If you slice me open? Yeah. Well, I don't want to, but, you know, if you're going to slice me open, Ed. Well, you know, we can talk about it when the show is over. It's crazy how women have cesarean sections because this woman was talking to me about her cesarean section. Like it was whatever. And I was just like, oh, they slice you open. It's so crazy. Yeah. My mom, uh, they needed to give her a C-section, but I was so big, they actually had to give her a double D-section. <laughs> yeah, get her done. <laughs> Did you come out of your mom's vagina? No, no. I was cesarean. Wow. I would We would have both died if I came out of her vagina. I was listening to this woman's birth story on YouTube, and she's this like blonde, beautiful woman, and she's talking about uh, giving birth to her first child and how traumatic it was. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like all day of like her screaming in pain, and nobody's really doing anything. And then she said that somebody like... They, because you know how you're laying on a hospital bed and the hospital bed moves. Somebody yeah. touched the bed and it went bump, like it plunked down. And her, I think the way she described it, like her her taint ripped open. Whoa! Her body just ripped open. God damn! It's a big life. I don't know. And she has a husband. Like she has a nice husband. Can you imagine doing that for somebody who doesn't give a shit about you? Yeah. No. Tough. I would never. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got to care. You got to care. And so many, I've met so many dudes and granted they were in bars. That's not Mm -hmm. a great place to meet men, but you know, that's like, that's like grocery shopping at a dollar store. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, they would, um, you know, they would say like, oh, I have a kid. I don't really pay child support. I kind of throw some money every now and then. And I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah. What do you mean you throw some money every now and then? She ripped her body open for your ego, you piece of shit. Yes. It makes me so mad. Yeah, it's very upsetting. All right, dollar stores. Dollar stores. Well, actually, uh, <laughs> I wanted to make sure people knew. Uh, I just released a new uh, Eddie Tunes two hour radio hour on oh, my Patreon. I love it. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I, I think I wanted to throw a good plug out for both of our patrons because we've been working so hard on these things. I mean, you. I think you work harder than I do. Is that true? I think you do. I don't think so. I don't think I work hard enough. Well. I think I think your Patreon's wonderful. Well, thanks, Ed. Yes, it, we, this is this is the promo part. I know. know I'm not promoting myself very good. I'm like I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you even fucking go to Amber Smelson on Patreon because I'm going to spit in your mouth and call you a bastard. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I do what kidding. I can. I really only put like new material, like brand new material, up uh, once a month or something. Mm-hmm. So, but um. Those are the new Eddie Tunes to our radio hours. So yeah, I just released episode 12 on uh, Wednesday. This is coming out on Friday. Amazing. And yeah. speaking of bad men, you have a sketch on there. It's kind of a bad guy. Oh, well, you know, he's, he's uh, the most prolific, mediocre roguity of all time. <laughs> um, so this is a sketch that's on the new uh, Eddie Tunes to our radio hour. I wanted to play it for you. It's called Roadie. It's a reading from the book of uh, Roadie Tales, the Tales about tale from the road. I love it. Made Noor, the National Organization of Out-of-Work Roadies, present to you a reading from the brand new book, Roadie Tale, Tales About Tale from the Road, by Bunky Orange. One night, Elvis Presley made me clean his toilet with a gun. I thought it was a bad idea, only because we were on the boat. That was on the Happy 200 Years America, I Hope It Never Ends, tour of 1976. 
every day was exactly the same. We were on his houseboat, and we would tour the Hawaiian Islands, and he would wake up on a pinball machine, eat a cheeseburger eclair, dusted with codeine, mumble his way through the chorus of suspicious minds, and then fall asleep on another pinball machine. And that was the tour that I lost seven pairs of shoes. Funky Orange is the world's most proficient, mediocre roadie. The Sun Sentinel calls it, quote, a book with words in it. Roadie's gotta be strong enough to live, fat enough to laugh, and drunk enough to even speak to another person. So one night, Billy Joel gave me two balls cocaine. I put one in each of my nostrils, and that was the evening that I pooped in a llama's mouth. Went to prison for four years. Apparently, you can't do that in Guatemala. What was Billy Joel doing touring Guatemala, you ask? That's because rock don't die in the jungle, baby, yeah. Three nights at the old closed-down borders at the old burned-down mall in what we used to call town. You better come one of the first two nights because he's usually passed out or screaming on the third night. May 32nd, 33rd, and 34th, which I'm guessing is June 1st through 3rd. All of this is written on a cocktail napkin, and somehow I got hired to read this. <laughs> prison! I got to hang out with James Brown. Caught up with him, man, and started rodeoing for his prison band. That was so cool. One day I got an argument with James. It went like something like this. I don't remember exactly how it went, but it was something like this. He was like, take a bridge. Ha! And I was like, what bridge? And he said, ha, ha. And I was like, are you laughing at me? And he said, get on up. And I said, I'm already standing right here. And he said, take a bridge. Ugh. And I was, and then he shot me in the leg. It was crazy. And he gave me a fur coat and a Cadillac. And we drove that Cadillac right off a bridge. Never did see him again. Hope he's well. The Cleveland Cavalier says, quote, Fuck basketball, read this book. It's the only book that slurs through slurs. So one ominous evening, I'm babysitting for Eric Clapton's kid on like 10 cc's of ox tranquilizer, you know, because I like to party, even if I am just me and a kid. And then a Western Union telegram officer shows up to the front door and he rat tap 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 on that. And I opened the door, and I, he said, I have a telegram for Bunky Orange, and I'm like, that is me, I am him, give me the telegram. I took it, he left. I read the telegram. It was from heart. And they said, Dear Bunky Orange, will you have group sex with us? And so, obviously, the answer was yes. And by the time I turned around, Baby was out the window, all right? There was nothing I could do about it. But just as I have fought through my tears, Heart shows up. And they're like, let's have sex. And it wasn't just them, man. It was wild. It was them, the captain, Tennille, and Sonny Bono's wife. And that's how she got the nickname Cher. Because we all had sex with her together. Also, Eric Clapton ended up writing a song about the whole evening. I can't remember the title of it. What was it again? I think it's called Beers in Heaven. Either way, I, I enjoyed it and it was a hit. You're welcome, Eric Clapton. The Baltimore Globe says, quote, Man murders his family with shish kebabs, then burns down library. 
because his pet hamster asked him to. Did you know that Mick Jagger was afraid of plates? Crazy, right? Every meal he had was off of my bare chest. That was on the Rocks Off tour of 1977. I remember, oh, another interesting that happened. That was the night that Charlie Watts and Ronnie Wood co-invented the Chindildo. I remember Charlie went up to Ronnie and he was like, Hey, mate, wouldn't it be cool if you could fuck with your lips? And then Ronnie was like, you already kind of can. How about your chin? Oh, man. And that's when I saw Keith Richards die and come back to life. Woo-hoo. Man, he loved heroin. Heroin in his veins and cocaine in his shoes. You know, now that I think about it, I don't think Keith really understood how to use cocaine. Every time he took a walk, it cost $10,000. The Washington Post says, quote, We didn't read it, but it does come with a bag of weed. From what we hear, though, Bunky did watch a lot of famous people die. Man, I saw so many people die. I saw Dwayne Allman die. I saw John Bonham die. I saw Leonard Skinner die. That was weird. I was walking through a field. And then I saw a bunch of plane parts and a random fire. And then some dude started a fist fight with me. I actually challenged Mama Cass to a sandwich eating contest. She won, but ultimately she lost. Saw Jimmy Page stick a Mako shark up into a stripper. The shark died. The stripper had a great time. Gave us money, actually. He saw all the worst things ever. If his eyes could talk, they would straight up piss out of their mouths. I saw Sid Barrett cut his eyelids off. Said he wanted to see the music. Then they wrote Saucer Full of Secrets, so I guess he was right. You know, Sid tried to poison me over several different luncheons. One thing I learned is never trust a man that sleeps with his eyes open and screaming. He saw so many people die. Skeet Twitterman the drummer for Apple Express, every other roadie I ever met, I got no friends. Die, die, die. They all die. Hendricks, Joplin, Hoon, Moon, Cobain, Roberto Clemente, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King Jr., and of course, Atticus Finch. Roadie Tales by Bunky Orange, sold on street corners and bus stations across Michigan. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, Bunky Orange is, uh, you know, he's he's on the loose. He is a sweetheart. He is a sweetheart. He's just seen a lot of death. 
He looks like the kind of guy sitting alone at the bar drinking like a Miller Lite pony. It's always, it's always the alcoholics those. drinking Miller Lite ponies. Oh my God, you give me those tiny beers, I'll fucking fly through them. You don't even <laughs> yeah. know that you're drinking. You Next thing you know, you're in three buckets in and you're like, what the fuck happened? Yes, those little tiny, because it's never just like a sip, like a delicate lady, yeah. which you think it would be. It's always like a roadie. Yeah, shout out to Cozy Corner in Ridgewood. Go get your Budweiser ponies over there. Um, but yes, uh, that's on the new Eddie Tunes 2-Hour Radio Hour. If you want to hear that, uh, join my Patreon. That'll come out. And I released that yesterday. And so if you are a part of the mailing list, you will still get that uh, episode, but you'll just get it in a month instead of uh, instead of right now. So that's, that's right. So subscribe to Ed Larson right now to get it right now. Yeah, that's right. That's patreon.com slash Eddie Tunes. Speaking of like dollar stores and everything, I like, you know, the party stuff. Like if you're having an Easter thing, yes. that's a cute way to get like even the color scheme. I know how we're, we're supposed to shit on dollar stores, but I'm just like, no, actually, no, it's we, okay. We are the brighter side. We so are the brighter we side. Are supposed to, we are supposed to find the good and stuff we don't like. And right. I really don't like dollar stores, so I appreciate you finding some good. Thank you. Because I was at Target the other day, and I, I love the color pink and blue yeah. and green, like the Easter colors. Mm-hmm. And they had these like little like um, cupcake things. And I was like, so cute. But it was like like $15. And I was like, Fuck I'm all not that. fucking doing that. I'm going to the dollar store. Again, this for one buck. Yes. Yeah. Or uh, a party store probably have it. Too. Probably. Yeah. Dollar stores are great for... Especially children's parties, you know. Yeah, because you're throwing that shit away. Yeah, you, instead of frozen, it's just cold, you know. <laughs> cold bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and you hire someone's uncle to dress up like the frozen Elsa's character, and they yeah. come dancing. Yeah, the tiny mermaid. You know, <laughs> the lion prince. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I like. I mean, I I don't know much about Easter because, and this is bad because I'm a Christian. And I was taught to like read the Bible and everything, but I moved around so much that like we never celebrated anything. All right, well, let's quiz you. What's Holy Thursday? I have no idea. So Holy Thursday is the day that uh, Jesus was betrayed by Judas, and they had the Last Supper. And all oh, that. Friday is when he is when he a uh, Good Friday. That's when he carries the cross up to the top of the mountain, and they fucking nail his ass to it. Wow, is that why they have CrossFit? The and, oh. Yes, CrossFit. <laughs> he was tight-bodied in all the he pictures. He was. I do hear that CrossFit is kind of like a religious cult. I guess so. Because they would never throw Jesus it. in there sometimes. Or do that's they? like one of my like um, Friday streams, like someone was mentioning that, that they oh. kept talking about Jesus. Oh, I guess, I mean, you're calling a CrossFit. You might as well talk about Jesus. I don't know. Get fit for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, he, sl- he dies on Good Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, he sleeps. And I like so I like to celebrate Saturday. I always call it Sleepy Saturday. Sleepy Naps Saturday for Jesus every Saturday day before Easter. That's your favorite holiday. That's my favorite holiday. That's my favorite Catholic holiday. Wow. Sleepy Saturday. Get you get you get your naps for Jesus and Sleepy Saturdays. And then he rises from the dead on Easter Sunday. Oh, and that's when everybody types he is risen yes. on Twitter, right? You know what's weird to me? They always say he slept for three days, but he died on Friday. He slept on Saturday, and he wakes up on Sunday. That's not three days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, yeah. It's you know, three days. If he dies on Friday, he's probably dying like at dusk, you know, and then he wakes up Easter morning. That's 48 hours tops. Yeah. Apparently, like he went through hell. Maybe that's what I heard a minister say. I really wish I knew more about this. And I always like make excuses. Like I moved around a lot, but like we really didn't celebrate anything. Yeah. Not so. even my birthday. 
I mean, really? No. Oh. I, I remember one time my um, my dad got like a, one of those dollar from a dollar store, like those little box cakes, mm -hmm. and made me one. It was like happy birthday. That's nice. Like a little like a little candle in it, but no parties. That no. is the thing, though. Like for a family that doesn't have a lot of money, they can go get a box cake, and the kid could still get a cake, whether it's a good cake or a bad cake. They still get a cake because they were able to get something at the dollar store. That's true. Or like a brownie tray or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. So, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, this is coming out on uh, Good Friday. Uh, so if you celebrate, happy Easter. Passover's on Friday, too. Amazing. Yeah. I love Passover. That's now, so much fun. Is that the thing? Because I hear you're supposed to eat pork or pig on one of these days because pigs don't move backwards. I don't know any about that. We eat ham on Easter. Okay. Passover's a Jewish holiday, so there's no pork at all. Okay, okay. You know, that's a goat's blood on the door. I love know, it. Type of deal. Which, speaking of which, if I was in that time period, I would put goat's blood on the door. Like, of what's course. the worst that could happen? People think I'm crazy? You yeah, know? no, then they'll stay away. No, who cares? Also, I don't know why only the Jews celebrate Passover, because it's in the Bible. Everybody believes it. It's part of the Old Testament. So, like, how come the Catholics don't celebrate? Because uh, they, they believe it. I don't know. Is that the one where you put a, a penny and a nickel in the pot of beans? No, I don't know what that is. Okay. It's is that the, the one, one where you like, you know, you, you, the frog, you, you act out the seven plagues at dinner. Oh, fun. You throw like fake frogs at each other. And, is like, that the one where like the kids dance around with the, the, like the leaves? That's Palm Sunday. Okay. That's, that was last Sunday. That's a week before Easter because they put the palms down. For Jesus to walk into the uh, temple. Wow. You know more about Jesus than I do. I learned about it very intensely for many years. I went wow. to Catholic school. Of course. That's yes. why. So you I know. didn't have a choice. They, 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 it was, I got graded on my religion. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I just had, I think I space out a lot because a lot of the ministers would just be like, they would lead with like, all you women are whores. And then I would just tune everything out. Yeah, no. Um my 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 priest, lucky enough, never called the women whores. Thank you. <laughs> one per he was molesting children, but at least he didn't think women were whores. Well, that was the bishop. That was the bishop. Okay. Yeah, okay, the bishop. Okay. He the leader molested the children. The right. priests were, I think, decent men. I guess I don't know. My, they're enabling the bishop. That's they're enabling. Sure. I mean, like uh, I went home uh, about a year ago, and we passed by this church that looked. It was painted black, and mm -hmm. I was like, "That's weird," because you know, church is usually white. And I was like, "What goes on in there?" My mom was like, "We went a few Sundays ago, and it was just too much hell and brimstone for me." Oh wow! So I'm like, "What kind of hell and brimstone?" They were just like telling everyone's going to hell. Oh, it was probably Protestant. <laughs> something <laughs> it's hard for them to find a church because human beings are so um group oriented we like our groups yeah you know we huddle together and we always have like someone you pick on someone's the leader and if a new person comes into that group then it's like suspicious they don't like you who are you so that's like every church they go to yeah that makes sense that's like, so sad wouldn't you want people to be welcomed no, people like to fucking. I mean, it's the same reason we watch all the the horrible ID channel and shit like that. I know. I kind of want to go to that black church. I mean, the the church is painted black just yes. to see like what, how bad it is. Yeah, if it was a church filled with black people, that would actually be fun. That'd be fun. No, yeah, just that's a black actually painted a church. Yeah, black painted church. It's just a bunch of miserable Christian goths. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a nightmare. They all have this thing of like um. Earth is for suffering, and then mm. when you die, it gets we go to heaven. I'm like, I don't want to suffer. Yeah, I'm not buying into that bullshit. Fuck you. Fuck you. And all, all it does that whole suffering mentality. <laughs> 
is just give leaders free reign to take more money from you, to exploit you. Because Amen. Guilt, and shame. guilt and shame. And you're meant to be ashamed. And what are you wearing that in control? Yeah. So then when you die, I mean, I do believe in heaven myself, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think, you know, Gary from the church painted black, who's calling me a whore, yeah. is a gatekeeper for that shit. And yeah, if it exactly. is, send me to hell. Yeah, no, it's, I look at half of these priests and deacons, it's like, God's not talking to you. No, they just want the money. sit here and tell me that you got, you know what he wants. Or you knew what they want. Just rolling up in a Rolls Royce. Your stupid ass. One time I was catering and um, for a preacher, like we got called in for this event mm-hmm. and it was at his house and we were like not allowed to go in certain rooms. Fine. And then I looked on the pictures and there was the price tag still on it. So I was like, okay, so you're probably going to like return this. It's all like for show. And then during dinner, we like, there was a little fake or there's a little gift, like a gift box on everyone's plate. And then uh, people were like, oh, wow. And they sat down, they were like expecting a gift. Mm-hmm. And then we were told to go take the gift and then put the food down. There was nothing in it. It was a, it was a, um, an empty box. And I was like, wow, what a message about this man. Yeah. You're offering them nothing. He probably wanted them to put money in it and give it back to him. Probably. <laughs> I, we'll, got an, I got an Easter story I want to tell you real quick. Thank you for going childhood. back to something. I'm just shitting on people. No, right? what are you going to do, you know? I remember um, Easter I had, it was a very, a very uh, memorable day for me. And it was Easter Sunday. I was like 10 years old and my parents were dead broke. They were out of money. And I get an Easter basket from the Easter bunny every year, you Aww. know, but this year my parents couldn't afford to get an Easter basket for me. And so they decided to tell me that the Easter bunny wasn't real. And then, so I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, well, what about Santa Claus? And my dad was like, no, Santa Claus isn't real either. You know, so like, it was just like all in one day. And then I was like, what about God? You know, because like, I lumped them all together. You yeah. Know? Like, so it's like, and then my mom hit me and uh, <laughs> she, she was very upset that I questioned the, the, the existence of God. But uh, we came, she had a wonderful idea after that, though, because we didn't have any money for Easter dinner or anything like that. It was just happened to be a day where we were broke. We did an impromptu garage sale, sold a bunch of uh, stuff from the house, you know, stuff like that. And we had, uh, we invited our friend over who had a litter of uh, rabbits recently and she wanted to sell her rabbits at the garage. So we're like, fine, fuck it, bring your rabbits over. And uh, so she had a kitten and a full grown rabbit and they're about the same size. Oh, dangerous. Yeah. And she put them in the same cage. No. And the rabbit. Fuck the shit out of this kitten in front of everybody. Oh, like like had sex? Yes. Like it was just like definitely like created an Easter kitten. You know, it was like on Easter in my front yard. Definitely learning a lot. My dad's laughing his ass off and I'm oh my just, like, God. showing it to me. So I remember all that. And then uh finally we someone we sold the rabbit, but not the kitten. And uh, nobody wanted to get this soiled cat. <laughs> and then there was this fella in the neighborhood. Um, he was wonderful. He used to like, you know, but he would hold like Halloween parties. He'd, he'd buy all the kids in the neighborhood gifts, not in a creepy way, but like in a nice way. Yeah. You know, it was like everyone, he like was the leader of the neighborhood. He nice. organized the parties. It was cool as hell. He got into a car accident and died that day. Wow. Yeah. And I remember that happening to him and, uh, I see people go to his house. It was like across the street and two down to the left. And uh, they're all crying and stuff like that. My dad goes over to find out what happened. He comes back right in front of me, tells my mom everything that happened. Everyone's crying. My mom goes inside. She's crying. 
And then I remember my dad looking down at me and be like, see, your Easter wasn't that bad, huh? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Your dad sounds like a swell guy. (laughs) He was, you know, he had his moments. He sounds like he wears a pinky ring. Uh, Yeah, probably. probably. My dad on Easter, um, you know, and this is a memory I totally forgot, Mm -hmm. just unearthed from the back of my brain. I love this. Um, But, you know, Easter egg hunts. Yes. I'm bad at finding things. So like I would be walking around looking for Easter eggs and my dad would call me stupid when I couldn't find it. Really? He'd be like, you're stupid. It's right there. You don't see it. You're stupid. Oh, Jesus. I'm that's, sorry. That's a bad memory. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like just shut it out. Buried it deep, deep in the, deep, you know, my mom used to call me fat and stupid. I know. My dad's called me a stupid bitch it many times. It was different times, you know. Yeah. We didn't, they didn't know it was bad yet. You no, know, they didn't like, know it was bad. And they were like, so like poverty does breed a lot of like, how am I going to keep the lights on? How mm-hmm. am I going to like, you know, feed my family? And in your father's defense, children are stupid. Right. There is that, you know, children are relatively dumb. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know what? I haven't really had um, the, um, what do you call it? The gumption to have a kid. I think it's fascinating what other women do. Yes. I love hearing birth stories and I would congratulate them. I want to help them. It and is like, fascinating that the human body can create another human. Absolutely. I feel like a vagina crazy. is like a portal to another world. Yes. Yes. It's exactly what it is. But, you know, I have like, I wonder why. And now I'm like, oh, I was called like stupid and I had a horrible childhood. And, like, it was everything's poor and horrible. Like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. No, who's got the time? Who's got the time? Oh. All right. Well, let's let's move into oh, real quick. One more Easter story. I yeah. Um, when I was selling drugs in college one Easter, I would throw an Easter party for all my friends. We baked a ham and everything. And me and my buddy, um, we, we just did an Easter egg hunt, but it was just all... Uh, Filled with weed and like Xanax. Oh, that's cute. And like one had a little Coke baggie in it, and one of them, like, and then one of them had like a 20, and, wow. another, and another one, but then like another one had pudding, you know, and like another one. We had a couple bad ones. You know, I'd like, want the pudding, to be honest. Yeah, well, it, an Easter egg sitting in my backyard, maybe not. But um, <laughs> I remember oh, I got so mad. One of my buddies, Dan Weiss, I love him now. We were good friends. But like, I remember he found most of the weed eggs, and he didn't smoke weed. And so he sold the weed to someone else at the party. Buddy, that's faux pas. That's faux pas. Just give him the weed. Just give him the weed. I gave the weed. You know what I mean? You, like, that's weird. <laughs> that's that like a curb weird, your right? enthusiasm level of chaos. I remember it bothered the hell out of me. I remember. You know, yeah. I was, like, I was like, what do you mean you selling the weed back to these fr- these guys? I wonder if he's friends with that girl that charged me 20 bucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> to eat at her place. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Uh, I remember, Dan. I remember. All right. Um, dollar stores. Dollar stores. Um, I have some just uh, you know, like a thought, and I remember like when we because we were talking about the uh, Dollar Tree and how they're starting to do uh, more than one dollar prices now, and like I remember when I was a kid, dollar stores were different. They were they had like more interesting things in them. They it was had, like made better too. They were made well back because also back then you have to remember uh, a, a dollar was worth more. Right. You know, with inflation, you know, a dollar back then is probably three or four now. Oh, my God. And that was only like a few years ago. That was the 90s. So wow. 25 Can, years ago or whatever. I mean, you look back at like pictures of, uh, you know, 1920s. They're like, you know, lunch, 25 cents. And I'm like, oh, my God. But I wonder, 25 cents must have been like five bucks for them. Yeah. No, for sure. And uh, but I got some facts here. Um, we uh, we were talking about a little bit. Dollar General uh, has... In America, the Dollar General has 17,683 stores as of October 6, uh, 2021. That's a lot of stores. That's a lot of stores. That is a shit ton. Family Dollar and Dollar Tree have 15,000 stores. Wow. Yeah. I hear that there's more than like a McDonald's and Starbucks combined. That was my next fact. Wow. That look at me. I know all that this. That was my next fact. Yeah, there were more. Uh, dollar. And that's crazy because McDonald's and Starbucks are everywhere you look. There's Starbucks in other stores, you know, like it's it, everywhere. It's, Just this cheap shit. So that's how much dollar stores have fucking taken over our country. I mean, you think about, I mean, there's 50 states. Uh huh. And the fact that there's 17,683 dollar generals, just dollar generals between the both of them, there's over 30,000. Wow. I'm going to do a calculator. T or R, and I'm going to say, so you said 17,000. We'll say 30, go 32,000. Well, actually, make it 33,000. Okay. It's like, yeah, because there's 600 more stores that are opening this year. So that's roughly, they're opening like two more stores a day. Wow. 33,000 divided by 50? Yeah. Divided by 50 equals 660. So that means there's 660 uh, dollar stores per state on average. That's crazy. That's a lot. That's too much. That's multiple per uh, uh, per small town. And I could see like, you know, the argument for it is maybe you don't have a car and you have mm-hmm. a kid. I mean, I remember like, you know, driving you know, my parents, we had cars, luckily. Yeah. Um, and you'd be driving and there was always a couple walking by the highway with like one of those cheap plastic baby strollers mm-hmm. and just like walking their baby by the highway. It was so dangerous. Oh my God. But I'm like, obviously they're, they're going to go to the dollar store to get formula, diapers, things yes. they need. No, absolutely. At a fucking lower quality, but also a lower price. And also given the kids cancer, there's so much cancerous stuff mm-hmm. and all that plastic. Oh what was that God. fucking fact I looked up? About 70 part, wait, but, but. Um, I don't know. It's somewhere. I'll find it. But well, there was I'll a. I'll tell cl- you this. Mm-hmm. Going on what we were just talking about. Um, this year in 2022, um, 40 percent of all stores opening in America will be dollar stores. 40 percent of all stores of any kind opening in America will be dollar stores. Wow, that is an unfair 
ratio. Especially because of the pandemic, you know, people can't afford to go anywhere else. Yeah, and these stores, they closed down all the mom and pop stores. I know. Oh, here's the fact. According to Campaign for Healthier Solutions, it's a group of health and community organizations world nationwide, said that 81% of dollar store products contained at least one hazardous chemical above the levels of concern, linking to learning disabilities, birth defects, asthma, and cancer. So if yeah. you start having this as a baby, if your parents are walking you by the highway and a plastic stroller and then you're going to go get the bottles the diapers things that you need it's all plastic it's all plastic and it's like cancerous materials of course you're going to have learning defects later on you're yeah. set to a disadvantage yeah those we all have microplastics inside of our body every human does at this point in our lives we all do now the the crazier thing about all of this is when i went and got fertility tested with julie to see if we could have kids or not they said that when we do try, or you know, if we do try, that for three months before we start trying, I need to cut all plastic out of my life. Wow. I can't drink out of plastic bo water bottles. I can't do any of that because it'll affect my sperm and then it has a higher chance of my child having Down syndrome or whatever. What? Yeah. So like, you know, if you want to have a healthy baby, you need to cut plastic out of your life from the man's point of view. I don't know about the ladies. They didn't tell me about Julie. Interesting. But they told me that I got to smoke a little less weed. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and that I shouldn't uh, drink out of plastic bottles. So is our humans, human, are humans getting like sicker and sicker? Yeah, we're uh, we're definitely less healthy. There's no question about it. Yeah, just because. And also, there's um, a big problem with fertilizer right mm -hmm. now. So if you have a carrot right now and a carrot from even 20 years ago, the nutrient possibilities are so different. Like you would need about 20 carrots to get three carrots from you know 10, 20 years ago. I mean, it's also why we're all so fucking fat. Yeah. And, you know, as opposed to people who live in other countries that just eat food from farms and meat from cows that eat grass. You know, it's so insane what we're doing to each other. And we've just letting these corporations dictate our health. Dictate our health. And it's all, I noticed there's a trend with, um because we're all working. We're working yeah. so much that I find that um a big reason why we, why office hours are so long is because your quote unquote free time is slowly being cut. So now you're paying more corporations to help you out. You're going to get Uber Eats. You're going to yeah. get a car home. Mm -hmm. You're going to get all these luxuries that just create more trash that are bad for you. You're but also order off of Amazon. Order off of Amazon. to your house so you don't have to. And then there's another fucking box at your house. Yeah, but also you're working three jobs. Like, yeah. well, you don't have time to go farm. Oh, my God. Nothing's worse than, like, when, you know, not to say his name or talk about him. But say when, his name. When, when Trump was talking about all the jobs he created. And it's like, what the fuck is the use if I need three of them to survive? You know, like, yeah. fuck your new job. You know, like it's not worth anything, you know, and so it's uh, it's it's upsetting. And, you know, that's who gets fucked over the most are these employees at these dollar stores. And do you know that um, a lot of employees get robbed because dollar stores get holed up a yeah. lot and they won't put in cameras, the companies at the dollar stores, because this costs money and yeah. security to look at it. So they just keep getting robbed. Yeah. And poor people uh, or uh, well, people who aren't well off tend to use cash a lot more. Yeah. And that's why these stores are full with cash. So if you want to go rob, get a dollar store. Yeah. Um, I found, I want to read the beginning of this article, um, if you don't mind. It's just two paragraphs. Do it. It's from mash.com. Uh, it says the real reason dollar stores can be harmful to communities. 
Um, and so I just want to read this from you. It's a very interesting article. Please go find it and read it. Um, it's it's titled it's from Mash.com, and it is titled the the real reason dollar stores can be harmful to communities. The whole thing's great, but I just want to read the first two paragraphs. Um, it's by Ralph Schwartz, by the way. If you believe the people who run hugely successful dollar stores in America, they offer a lifeline to people who are stuck in poverty. Cal Turner Jr., grandson of the founder of Dollar General, told Fox Business, "The Dollar General customer is in." Per- permanent recession, and we want to help them. That's what the owner of of Dollar General says. Never mind that dollar stores may themselves contribute to that permanent recession while making their customers unhealthier at the same time. When dollar stores move in, local grocery stores close down. In Haven, Kansas, population 1,200, the town's only grocery store closed three years after the Dollar General opened. The store's owner figured that he lost $1,000 a day after the dollar store came to town. Big chain stores have more buying powder and can negotiate better prices for things like cans of soup. Dollar stores don't offer much fresh food, if any, but traditional grocers don't make much of a profit from fruits and vegetables. Their money makers are the paper products and the dry goods where they face direct competition from dollar stores. So that's like toothpaste, bag of rice. That's where they make their money. That's where they make their money. But we all know that we need fruits and vegetables to survive. Yeah. And so that's what's coming. That's what's happening. These dollar stores are moving in. 40% of all stores that are opening in America this year are going to be dollar stores. They're moving in and they're closing down these grocery stores at a rapid rate, especially in small towns. I don't like where this country's going, Ed. And I don't want to be doom and gloom, but it's a completely different place than when I grew up. Yeah. I mean, granted, I had a hard childhood. Who hasn't? You know, everybody has. Yeah. But, um... It's nothing like this. I still ate fruits and vegetables occasionally. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, my dad called me a stupid bitch, but also like I could run around and I wasn't monitored. Yeah. And I wasn't like ha- consuming microplastics. I know. It's fucking crazy. Nine out of 10 Americans shop at dollar stores multiple times a year. Um, people who make $30,000 a year or less make up most of the customers at dollar stores. Um, the, uh, the people who make less than $30,000 a year, uh, go to dollar stores mostly to browse. Um, they cannot afford to do it anywhere else. Uh, oh, just to browse and look around just so they can possibly buy anything. I mean, yeah, I've done that before just mm-hmm. because you're in the air conditioning and if it's hot and you're in Louisiana in the deep, deep South, you're like, I gotta fucking go. Well, how about this? This is something uh, it's going to hit close to home for you. In East New Orleans, uh, for example, uh, there are $36 stores and only one of them sell fruit and vegetables. Wow. And so like, what, what are we really doing here? What are we doing? I know New Orleans, like we all think it's cool and, and it is. Mm-hmm. My brother and his husband live down there and they like give me updates on what New Orleans is doing. A lot of it's very poor and the crime has just gone skyrocketed. Yeah. And uh, no tourism. That's all gone. And there's just not a lot of like fresh produce that's yeah. reserved to like certain communities. No, it's crazy. And the, um, that Cal Turner Jr., he is um, he's the son of uh, Dollar General's uh, founder, James Luther Turner. Um, and there's a little history on uh, – I got this from Consumer Reports um, – of Dollar General's uh, beginnings. Uh, James uh, Luther Turner bought merchandise uh, liquidated from bankrupt general stores and then sold it to retailers at a discounted price so they could then sell – the older goods from closed down stores. It was like a business model back in 1955 that kind of 
stuck around. Yeah, I mean, that's what Marshalls is. Yeah, TJ Marshalls Maxx. or like, you know, if you live in New York, that's what the associated grocery store right? is basically selling old Gelson's food. You know, and it's like they take food that like Gelson's like produce that Gelson's doesn't want to sell anymore because it's old. And they'll still take that food and sell it at other stores. Oh. And, you know, um, and then uh, and so one day he bought uh, this is James Luther Turner. He bought a massive shipment of ladies underwear really cheap <laughs> and he couldn't get retailers to sell the underwear. So him and his son opened their own store. So in 1955 in Springfield, Kentucky was the first dollar general. Um, his son, Cal Turner Jr., who we heard earlier from that other who thinks he's helping the poor when he's actually creating them, uh, said uh, the idea was to sell good stuff to rich folks, but that didn't work out. So they ended up selling cheap stuff to poor folks. That's a direct quote from the owner of Dollar General. Wow. Um, by 1957, uh, you remember they opened in 55? By 1957, they had 29 stores and were bringing in $5 million a year. So in the fifties, in the fifties, five million dollars a year at a dollar store. Wow! So now you have to imagine that that number's in the billions. So this it is. I was looking up their stocks. I think this like thirty something billion dollars they made in twenty twenty one. Yeah, no, it's fucking crazy during a pandemic. You know, they made that kind of money. I know, and I never want the poorest people in America. I know. Yeah, well, I never want to like shit on someone for making money don't we all want to make money don't Absolutely. we all want to live in america do do it the fair way? doing it yeah but doing it like that it's not right no it really isn't it really isn't uh but you know this is the brighter side amber yes so i feel like we should say some nice things about dollar stores i mean i definitely got that little cake when we couldn't afford anything else mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i got that it's great for um, sketch comedy prop shopping. Yeah. I remember uh, for Murder Fist, we used to live out of the dollar store. Uh, we would get all kinds of stuff there that we could you know, use and break on stage and not feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Kitchen equipment. This might be- um, I, folk- I have that cooking emergencies. Cooking emergencies. And also when you're just starting out to cook, it's always like a, a crawl in my nut. Is that a phrase? It when is you now. S- it is now. Crawl in my nut. <laughs> When you go like these YouTube chefs and they're just like, to start cooking, all you need, I'm just going to, they'll say like, here's a $5 weeknight dish, you know, when you're super broke and they have like expensive olive oil, they use saffron, they yeah. use like, you know, cause they don't include the spices mm-hmm. in their, um, in their, in their dishes. And then they use like an expensive nonstick chef skillet. Yeah. Like that right there is $300 in the hole. Yeah. But if you learn to cook, that is an invaluable skill and you're going to save a lot of money in the long run. Mm-hmm. Start by going to the dollar store. Now I know there's a lot Get of plastic. Get your wooden spoon. Get your wooden spoon. I know it's spatula. like there's probably stuff on there that might make you sick in the long run, but that's in the long run. Yeah. Right now we're just learning how to like make an omelet, mm-hmm. boil some rice, you know. I still have like a, a chef's knife that I bought at a dollar store like seven years ago. And I still have it and I sharpen it and I keep it nice, uh, but it still exists. It's probably better quality because it's seven years ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a good place, of, talking about cooking, it's a great place where you're going to get the cheapest uh, value on those disposable tins, you know, that you make a casserole in or something right. like that. If you, you get those the at the grocery lock. store, the fucking prices are so sky high. They are but expensive. If you get them at the dollar store, they're super cheap. Also tinfoil. Yeah, tin All foil, that stuff. But that's, yeah, tinfoil is scary. You know, because I feel like, I guess it's the same as the foil dish um, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you, well, you want to get like, um, 
a heavy duty tinfoil if you're doing something like a like Reynolds Reynolds <laughs> like what do you call it like a hot bath so say you want to make a um, a custard and then you make the little custard in a little bitty bowl well you got to put a hot bath of water around it and then mm-hmm. seal it tight and then put it in the oven yeah uh, so you need a like heavy duty foil for that but if you're talking about just like covering your mac and cheese till you get to the barbecue yeah. get it at the dollar store exactly exactly um so I, i'm feeling good about this i'm feeling you, good i still don't like dollar stores i, I will know say that i will say that you know i don't but um you know i i think that if you can if you shop at dollar stores all the time i get it you know do your thing but try and break it up and go to a grocery store because and it might be a couple dollars more expensive, but the thing is, you're gonna you're getting a better product. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes they can't. It's just not around. Yeah. But if you can, if you can, and also you do it so they stay around. Yeah. You know, like that's why you go to the farmers market on the weekend because you get a better product from an actual farm, and that place needs to stay in business to keep us all healthy. Uh, so I know that we need to save money, and dollar stores uh, can help that. But in the long run, uh, you're gonna lose that in hospital bills and fucking cancer treatment and shit like you that. You are. I told myself um, I am spending more money on food because I like to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm making chicken piccata. I'm making meatballs. I'm make, You can all find this on my Patreon. And um, that, you know, it can be, it can add up. But my, I told myself I want to treat my body right. Uh-huh. So then, because I know people in my family who didn't eat, who just hate eating. And then when they got older in their 70s, they can't even move. They can't get up. No good. No good. Eat the meatballs. Thank you, guys. This has been The Brighter Side. Um, I really appreciate you all listening and tuning in. Um, Do yourself a fucking favor. And check out Amber's other podcast, Someplace Underneath. She does it with the great Natalie Jean. And that is uh, available pretty much everywhere where you listen to podcasts. And it's exclusive to the Last Podcast Network. Check out The Brighter Side live on Twitch at second Tuesdays of every month, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. The next one is on May 10th. Check that out. Also, on April 30th, we talked about it earlier, go and see Amber and I live at yeah. the Pack Theater in uh, in Los Angeles. It's over on Santa Monica Boulevard and Cahenga. Um, you're going to love it. The show is only $5. It starts at 9 p.m. on April 30th. And we're going to have the great Jason signs on. And the next uh, Brighter Side Live after that will be Sunday, May 29th. So check that out. Um, we got Patreons. Amber, you got Patreon. Why don't you tell people all about it? Um, Amber Smelson. It's a way to support me as an artist. Also, you can just see what I'm cooking. Hell yeah. And my Patreon is patreon.com slash Eddie Tunes. And of course, that's the home of the Eddie Tunes two-hour radio hour. And um, check it out. I'm going to throw uh, some of my new stand-up clips up there. And uh, you can tell me if you like it or not. And, you know, that's how it goes. Um, you can still rent or buy How America Kill My Mother. Please watch that movie. Mother's Day is coming up. Um, and I'll be doing a live screening of that over um, in the complex that the Pack Theater is in. Uh, but I haven't gotten an exact home for that. But that will be on Mother's Day at 4 p.m. Twitter, at Eddie Tunes underscore, at Amber Smelson, at Last Podcast Network, at Brighter Side LPN. Instagram, uh, Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, Last Podcast Network, The Brighter Side LPN. Amber on the Rocks, every Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific. That is on Amber's Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash Amber Smelson. Sticker giveaway. We're doing it. 
you know, what the fuck? We, you know, I was going to stop because we ran out of stickers, but I ordered some more. Oh, so thank you, Eddie. The brighter side, uh, if you want a sticker, you can go ahead and mail us a self-addressed envelope to the brighter side, care of LPN, P.O. Box 470, North Hollywood, California, uh, 91603. Thank you to our editor, April, for all the hard work that you do. Um, we appreciate it with all of our overgrown hearts. Thank you, April. Um, Eddie Tudes, two hour radio hour just had a new episode come out this week um, on there. And I did a talking heads block because I love the talking heads. And second of all, because their cover band is going to be the house band of my wedding. Wow. So, Aren't they like, and here we are. Would you wake up and uh, driving a car? Yes. They're okay. going to love it. Okay. Yes. And um, so this, uh, I want to say the song heaven uh, is, is going to take us out this week uh, by the talking heads. And um, heaven is the place where the old sweet Gilbert Godfrey is. Hell, uh, uh, rest in peace, my friend. Uh, hell, you got another angel this week. I love you guys so much. Heaven by Talking Heads. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.